Hello, amazing people, and welcome to my show, Life Gone Real. I'm your host, Rana Deanne. This show is about real-life situations. We'll chat about relationships, marriages, family, kids. We'll have love stories, heroic stories. I'm hoping you'll be inspired and encouraged when life has gone real for you. And just know you're not alone in this crazy world and life. We're all going through something. I'm going to be very open and honest on this show. I'm so excited you're here joining me on this journey of life gone real. All right, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Life Gone Real. I have an amazing young woman who is going to be on the show today. Her name is Rachel Owens, and she is one, she's stunning. She's this gorgeous new, um, well, she's newlyweds. You guys have been married a little over five years, and um, I had her on the show because she's got a great story. She just recently had her first baby, and he is scrumptious. He's so stinking cute. He's beautiful. Um, But she had her first baby, guys, during the whole craziness of the lockdown and the virus that was spreading intensely, and we were all going crazy right smack in the middle of it, I really wanted her on the show so she could share her story to all the other young moms out there who um, have similar stories, who were going through it exactly probably the same time she was, and who also, hey, they're about to have a baby now, um, and she just is going to share her story and also tips of, hey, how do you have your a baby during a whole pandemic and feeling safe? Uh, how do you keep your baby safe and just also mental health? So um, here she is, Rachel Owens. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I always, I've been acting like I have an audience. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, like a live audience. Like I clap for myself. I'm just like, okay, I don't know. Perfect. It sets <laughs> the right mood, you know? And you look so cute. Earlier we were talking about, she's got this gorgeous new haircut. I love the, the mom cut. It's like, yeah, we were saying how it's such convenient timing that short hair is trending right now for all the moms out there. <laughs> you can be trendy and, you know, make life a little easier on yourself. Yeah, you're very fashionable. She's always Thank been you. very fashionable. And it goes but- for the mom jeans too, which I'm rocking today. <laughs> Love that. Literally, you want to know, you don't, the funny thing is, is I have my, just, nope, total podcast style. I have this and you don't, yeah, I'm just wearing shorts. Just shorts well, on the bottom. Per <laughs> usual. Oh, thank you. So um, go ahead and just uh, share a little bit of your, your, yeah, your journey. And well, one, you guys had moved. Not. Yeah, so yes. we relocated to Austin um, a little over a year ago. So we had our baby just about at the one, <laughs> just about at the one year mark. Um, okay. But we moved here last, like May, June. And so we're here. It's just us, no family. We've, um, you know, made some great friends pre-COVID, which was awesome. But yeah, been in Austin for about a year and a half now. And yeah, soon after moving here, we got pregnant. Um so the first part of pregnancy was just super normal. Um, I was really fortunate. We had just a really smooth, um, smooth pregnancy. I felt pretty good the majority of it. Um, you looked amazing. 
Thank you. I, I didn't. I didn't look like that pregnant. Well, <laughs> I'm sure you looked amazing. No, I did not. Um, but I, I did love pregnancy. It was. I mean, there. Don't get me wrong. There were hard aspects for sure, as everyone has. But overall, like blanket statement, I would say really great pregnancy. Um, emotionally stable, like all that stuff, and then. Um, yeah, we are heading into, I think it was April when everyone kind of started hearing what was going on and, you know, our generation has never gone through this before. So I think there was a big part of, at least myself personally, that was just like, um, I didn't think anything was going to happen. We've all heard about viruses and and things and they don't affect your day-to-day life. So I didn't think about it really. And then everything kind of, you know, life got real when we were, I was home in California. I was shooting a wedding. I do wedding photography, which, um, yeah, I've been doing that for a few years now. Um, so I flew home for a wedding and had my, just like a little baby shower. And yeah, my husband called and he said, Oh, like there was someone, he, you know, works for a tech company out here. And he said, Oh, someone out here was, um, you know, at the company, uh, contracted COVID. So he's going to be working from home starting on Monday. And, um, you know, at that time it was really just, Oh, we'll have more time together. That's kind of cool. Maybe a week Mm -hmm. or two. Um, but as everyone knows, and I'm, I'm sure everyone has their own version of this, it just progressed so rapidly that no one could have, could have anticipated. Um, and yeah, I was about seven months pregnant, give or take. <laughs> it's hard to yeah. recall in that regard. But um, about seven months pregnant at that time and lockdown started happening and it got really real, really fast. And I started <laughs> to question like, what does this mean for my pregnancy? Um, I remember my mom was like, well, would you ever have a home birth? And I was like, no, no, what? not for me. <laughs> <laughs> But I think everyone can recall that moment where it went from zero to 100 and everyone's in their different life season that was affected. And, and for me, it was just pregnancy, which is, you know, even with a good pregnancy, it was still scary. Childbirth, approaching childbirth is intimidating as is. And then entering into a time in life that no one knows what to expect. Um, Yeah, you have to prepare for curveballs in pregnancy and birth regardless and then totally toss in a pandemic you know that's a lot yeah that that's a lot I I couldn't imagine yeah I really couldn't imagine having my first baby because you're right just having your a baby there's so many there's so many ways it can go there's so many things that can happen because every birth is different so I can't imagine you're already at the mercy of you know nature and whatnot. And then it's right. just another, it's another level of being out of control. And yeah. I'm someone who likes a bit of control. And I think it was one of those moments. I remember I made a list of things I can control and things I can't. And oh, that good. helped me a lot because it was like, what can I control? Okay. I control getting outside every day. I can control um, eating healthy, you know, all these things. And then what can I not control? I can't control what the hospital policies are going to be. That was a terrifying. I can't control um, whether, you know, X, Y, Z. And that was a yeah. big thing for me because it's like, let me write it down and let me just, in a sense, release it because right. 
you have to, I can't change the circumstances and deciding what I can and can't control and accepting that was major in, in my mental clarity. Yeah. <sighs> no, that's a lot. And then, um, I know as far as, yeah, you couldn't. So typically even in your, um, you go on all the hospital tours that help you prepare, you do your Lamaze classes. So you didn't even have any of that. We had none of that. Um, we had planned to do a hospital tour. I, oh my gosh, pause. Okay. I have a, I have a golden doodle. She, <laughs> she's adorable. Maybe I'll bring her up, but, um, totally. she might, she might bark a little bit. I don't know if you can hear her or not, but it's okay. We, we had, uh, she's the best and talk about emotional support dog. She was incredible. Like, <laughs> Get a golden doodle out. Yeah. Amazing. But anyway, so she, um, all that to say, yeah, we had planned on doing the hospital tour, doing the Lamaze class, doing yeah. all the pediatrician visits. And we were, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like they offered zoom, they offered zoom for Lamaze. They offered zoom for a variety of things. I think everyone was really doing their best, but mm -hmm. I, I noticed I put up a lot of, I think just emotional blocks. Like I was in this place where um, I think I just needed to put blinders on and I think doing, it was like too quick to adjust to in a sense, if that makes sense, like, um, adjusting to zoom and adjusting to, um, doing things remote so right. quickly in such a vulnerable position. I just was like, Nope, <laughs> for better yeah. or for worse. So, and that did happen really quick. It was really quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had done a lot of hot yoga. I like my yoga and all that. And so I figured, you know, I know how to breathe. I trust that my body will go into a very intuitive state. I think I'll be okay. So I was, I've, you know, decided to pass on the Maz, um, hospital tour. You know, you always hear those stories about people not like showing up in the right spot when the woman is in labor. Oh, yeah. um, and so I, yeah, I was just like, okay, for like floor number three but everything was fine. It was really one of those situations where preparation, I think, helps you going into a new experience like labor. Right. Um, but in that moment, I think I just wanted to, I just kind of relied on intuition for better or for worse. Um, and then, yeah, we had met with like one pediatrician at that point. I was so-so on them and, um, just, I just put it on hold. Um, it was like mentally, I had a hard time, I think processing too much in that right. phase. Does that make sense? That's a, it's a lot. That was, I just a, limited what I needed to process. I think that's good. So you just kind of like, this is, the, this is as much as I can handle. Yeah. And you just kind I, of, uh-huh. Made your choices of what to take. I made my choices on what to take and I decided, yeah. okay, what, what can wait? What do I need to do now? Um, and that was one of, I think just like, I don't know if you'd call it self-defense, but just a way to protect my myself in that place. Cause it was a lot. It was a lot. I also like though, how you've also shared because so it was a lot of how everything just went down. I totally remember that. We all remember it was like lockdown, bam. You're like, wow. Everybody was like, whoa. But in this whole um, lockdown, I love how you talked about solitude versus isolation mentally. And um, I love the fact how 
you, how you kind of took that, even though it was a crazy circumstance, but you took it in a good positive way of prepping yourself of what it was going to be like for a newborn. So I like, I even liked how you said that. Um, And if you wanted to share about that, like how you just started, I loved how you said you started realizing quarantine before birth may prepare you for a newborn, which it did because life really started slowing down. So you can kind of share a little bit about that too. Cause that was really, that's really, that's good. You took it in a positive way, which is so not at first, but okay. Well, I mean, it's like the type of thing I feel like at first it hit me, like hit me hard, you know, it just emotional and uh, I didn't expect to go through all that, but I quickly just started to realize like, I'm not changing this. So how can I mentally frame it where I'm going to be in a good place for my baby and like mentally I'm stable. Like, you know how the stress of a mother can affect the stress the of the baby yes. in utero. And I was really sensitive to that. Um, just wanting to stay positive and wanting to um, not stress out this little baby. And right. um, so I started and I actually heard it. I was like, um, you know, listening to church online at the, at the time as everyone was adapting all their different life. Um, routines and they talked about, um, yeah, solitude versus isolation, because it was a word that I kept like telling myself, I kept being like, Oh, I feel so isolated. And I didn't like that language. It's such a negative word. Um, and I didn't want to put myself in that, like self-talk, you know, like the things Mm -hmm. that you tell yourself become reality. And I'm very like, you know, I try to be very attuned to that. And, um, I noticed myself, like I'd be venting to a girlfriend. Oh, I just like feel so isolated. And I'm worried, like using negative words like that and hearing that other people oftentimes in new motherhood feel isolated, you know, they're stuck at home with a baby right? and life has suddenly changed and they're used to going out and now they're home. Mm -hmm. And I started to really focus on the word solitude because I wasn't alone. Um, my husband has been so amazing in this journey and I was with him and we had these moments of calm and, and focusing on that. Um, and I'm sure you felt this way in a sense as well, having like almost plenty of time to think <laughs> where yes. it's like, you know, the distractions kind of simmer and distractions go away and you're really left with the truth. And um, I just had to look at it like solitude and, um, time to like reflect and, and build in my relationship and adjust to this kind of new life, um, this new pace of life that I was going into regardless, like the whole right. motherhood thing with newborn for the first time. Right. And, um, and it helped, like, I remember talking to a girlfriend just saying like, you know, I feel like quarantine before a baby might actually help fight against any sort of postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. Yeah. Because it's like you go into this, oh, I'm home. I'm not around people so suddenly. And I have this baby. And for me, it was really like a sunset, you know, you kind Uh of adjusted to that um, really in the last few months of pregnancy. So then having a baby in quarantine or quote unquote, things did start to change by, you know, May, June. Um, I think it really prepared me in a sense. I think, yes, 
I agree. It I wasn't saw. a shock. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and the world was shocked with me. Like it yeah. wasn't something I had to go through. Um, yeah. By the time the baby came, I was used to being home all the time. I was oh. used to not going anywhere. Right. And the world was doing it alongside with me. So right. that's really good because I know even in my, yes, the first time I had, I mean, with, when I had Ava, yeah, I felt like I did suffer a little bit of depression. Um, but I don't, I really don't know, or it could have been the baby blues. You know, it, I just know we were the first ones to have a baby like out of friends. And even I think, um, you know, Tim had two younger brothers and they obviously they're off living their lives. You know, it was just, everything came to a halt. Like it was just oh, a baby and oh my gosh, my life is over. I can't just like, it was hard. It was like, I can't just go to Target. Like just, just hurry up and just go into Target. What it was, oh my gosh, I have this baby. I have a carrier. I've got, I have a stroller. I have to take, I mean, just all the preparation of just going out. <laughs> it was, it's a lot. So, um, I think you honestly, yes, there was a pot. There is a positive of that lockdown because you're right. It was just a slower pace. And we, every, I think definitely in today's time, we just live in such a fast paced world and it just keeps getting faster. Yeah. So even though, I mean, oh my gosh, Ava's almost 15. That's crazy. I can't believe it. Uh. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> That's crazy. But no, go. even back then though, it still was a fast pace. You know, it was just in everything. You're right. It just came to a halt. I really had, yeah, it was a lot. And then Tim, Tim was working and he would leave. So it's like you're home by yourself. Yeah. So when, when Jagger was born, Tim was working nights and I did not go through any of the feelings that I went through with Ava with Jagger. One, I don't know if it's because it's your second go around. So you kind of know what to expect, but it was nice having someone home. So he was home during the day and then at night he would leave while both of the kids were asleep. So it helped, that helped immensely. So I think for me with Ava, it was just that feeling alone. I didn't, cause I didn't have family around, which we can talk about that. You guys just had, you had your first baby. You didn't have family around. You didn't have the in-laws. Like I didn't either. We had no in-laws that lived here. I didn't have my mother. I didn't have my sister. So that alone is hard. So I can't even imagine that on top of the pandemic and the, and the whole virus. You had no, you guys had nobody. Yeah. So to that point, um, I mean, we had kind of planned, no, not kind of, we had planned on doing the hospital portion and the immediate days following just us. Okay. We always kind of had a sense that we did want to do that. Um, Bond is an intimate, you know, Bond is a new family of three. Um, part of me, I just didn't want to like learn how to breastfeed with like people walking around. <laughs> like I just kind of wanted right. that privacy too. Um, and so it's interesting because on one hand, like our hospital plans didn't change in that regard, but we planned on having family out here, um, you know, probably two weeks after was probably like, give or take what we had predicted. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, our first family visitor was, and first really visitor, cause we were, uh, yeah. Um, he was two and a half months old. So we wow. were, and thankfully, like to your point on, um, you know, Tim being home and whatnot, like, um, my husband, Nick, he's been working 
from home since March. So wow. it's been really nice because he took, he did, he took like some time off or dedicated time off. And then um, when he went back to work, he's working here at home. So I think it helped, um, you know, little things like, um, oh, I'm trying to send an email. Can you grab Beckham really quick? Or, oh, could you grab me a cup of water? Like even, and even if he can't help, even if he's totally unavailable for me, just having another human (laughs) to like, just know that they're there. Um, And so that's been a huge support where in a way, I think um, it has given me an unrealistic view. Well, it's give and take, right? Because on one hand, we had no help, you know, Um, no help in those early days. And the visitors that we do have her, when family does come, it's always rather short. But, and then on the other hand, you know, I've had Nick here. So it's really pros and cons with that. But um, you guys have definitely had each other. You've had each other. And that's probably made you guys even stronger. Yeah. Uh, gosh. I mean, thankfully, he's been so hands-on. So like, and and he's been really helpful with like, even little things like getting the dishes clean. Like, it's not like right. he comes home from work and there's dishes in the sink and Uh, baby books everywhere. It's like, we're there together during the day to kind of keep things manageable um, and kind of go through it together. Together. Yeah. It's teamwork. That's the other thing. I I really think, I really think a baby, I mean, having a baby is, is teamwork. Um, And it's funny because my episode that's airing today, that's actually on the podcast today, we were talking about relationships and families back in the 50s when, yes, it was just all the mom stayed at home. Yep, they went and worked. And the I don't know, maybe there were dads that were hands-on, but I don't really know if they were as hands-on in the 50s as, as they are like today's world. I think it's more of definitely a hands-on. But I also just think our, just like we said, I think our lifestyle is so fast-paced now that uh, – I don't know. It's just like, you can't, you, I know I couldn't just do it all. So it's like, as far as a marriage and as far as really family, I think it's been, I think it's really good that it it is a teamwork. It really, it really takes a team to like, yeah, it takes a village as they say. I do agree with that. Um, there was one thing that I love that you said too, that you guys, since you guys have just been together and you haven't been out and about so much that you guys have learned to parent without an audience. Yeah. I, and that's, I really, that's really, I like that. Yeah. I remember feeling like, and I mean, this is honestly still true with parenting. It's like you figure it out and it's such a journey and oh gosh, hate to use that word, you know, but it is, it's such a journey and such a process and, um, you make mistakes and you figure it out, you find what works for you. And so often everyone has their perspective and that's a good thing. I think everyone gives advice in love more often than not. Um, People really give their best or give their advice in love, I think. Um, But nonetheless, it has been really nice to just learn this new season of life together and, and without an audience, you know, um, little things like, um, learning to breastfeed or pumping or all those things. Um, 
like if we get into an argument or like all those just different things that come about in new motherhood and when you're doing this whole new season together and just not, yeah, it's been without an audience. And I think that's been really a blessing. Um, it's, it's hard because I think, you know, I feel like this experience has really been so much of pros and cons. Like on one hand, we have mourned so much of this season that we thought, like, I thought I'd be having brunch with my girlfriends before, like, oh, last time out or with the baby or whatever it is. Um, more so, I mean, pre baby. Um, and then mourning the thought of our moms holding him at two weeks old, like, Mm. you know, it's, um, but then the pros of it are, are really strong. Um, and so I think it's like, the type of thing where it's okay to, you know, mourn those, those things that this season has taken from us right. and celebrate the ways that it's been improved and encouraged. And I think that's true for everyone. Like brides. Oh my gosh. I have oh, so yeah. much empathy for the brides, but like everybody, whether it's job loss or uh, whatever it may be, like everyone has, I think something life season wise in this like significant time of the world where right. I think we can all acknowledge ways that, you know, we need to mourn certain expectations and right. celebrate little wins. Um, that's yeah. certainly been true for us. Um, and good. it's like, well, but it's so important to focus on the celebrations because otherwise, gosh, I mean, it's a hard reason. So it's like, yeah, it's like focus on the, focus on the little victories. Um, and that, true. yeah, it's like focus on the little victories that will get us through. And I think, but I also I'm, don't want to like Pollyanna the situation because I know like, gosh, we were fortunate to have a really smooth pregnancy labor and delivery. Like, so if I had an emergency C-section or like, I don't right. want to also downplay how some women may have felt during this because Right. Our situation was rather smooth, um, and I'm so grateful for that. Right. So it's like I don't want to Pollyanna it in any way, but um, I'm just like more the type where it's like, gosh, if I don't focus on the ways that this season is working for us, like it, we're at a loss then because yeah. we're in it and it's the reality, and um, let's make the best of it while acknowledging and mourning. Um, the things that we've lost, you know, right. or the mo- the moments we've lost, because right? We've all lost moments here and there. Yeah, no, I and I um, no, you're totally right. So I love how you are, and that's very healthy mentally. That's very healthy. It's like okay, and I even talked about that with our kids because yeah, even my kids, you know, with school, they miss school so much, yeah. and I've really empathized with them. It's like, look, I know this is not. It does. This sucks, and it's not fun. But then I've always just tried to pull out some type of positive um, because I think that's the, that's the best way to really get, to really get through it without um, really suffering so much more loss and anxiety over it. Yeah. And it's like that whole thing of, it's like, gosh, well, I have a choice here. I'm, you know, no matter what I'm pregnant, no matter what I'm having this baby, it doesn't matter if the virus goes away or not. And ultimately it's like, I got to the point where a healthy baby was 
all that mattered. Right. Like, oh yeah. I and I got sure. to the point because there were there was that time where in New York news was swirling that like oh husbands weren't allowed in. Ooh, that was a dark day. Oh. Um, and they like signed petitions. I think pretty quick. Like and my heart breaks for those women that were subject to that. Um, but even you know we got to the point where it's like no matter what in this situation how this changes our experience. Um, at the end of the day we want a healthy baby and yeah. like, uh, you know, and you got a healthy baby. I mean, that's so good. I wrote a birth story. So I, I don't want to not bring this up because it would be an incongruent. Um, yeah, we had a little bit of a health scare the oh. weekend before he was born. And like, um, I remember when that happened, it was like COVID was child's play. Like, I could have cared less, like what happened around. I mean, like not cared less. That's that's not. No, what I mean, yeah. But it was like I, I'm fine if I have to wear a mask, if I have to not see family for what, whatever. A healthy baby, and when um, that scare just put things into perspective, and like, um, yeah, it just as time went on, all that mattered was healthy baby. I'm glad everything came out all good and healthy. And he's, he's so adorable. Your baby is so, so cute. Um, he's like so precious. Oh my God. Oh, he's so cute. So for, um, let's just kind of, so for all the new moms out there, what are some of your tips that, that you would share for first time mommies who are, yeah, going through, um, having their baby now, or they've just recently had their baby and just kind of going through this whole crazy crazy time of a virus. Oh my gosh. Round of applause for all the new moms. Um, yes. Just gosh. Um, follow your intuition, I think is huge. There are so many competing opinions. Um, and you're only, you're going to be the one that knows what's best for your baby. Um, and I kind of knew that before, like you, you hear that, right? Like, oh, you're the best mom for your baby. Um, but I really believe that. And I think it's so true. So I think following your intuition is really important and, um, you know, make sure you're educated through it. Like, don't, uh, I guess like sound intuition, right. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that's been, that's been big, I think. Um, and gosh, get outside. One of the things I have just found so much peace in both in pregnancy and in both when he was first born and, and now today he's five months old and just getting outside like every day, <laughs> fresh air. That's good. Movement. It's like, so brings so much peace and it, so much mental clarity. And I listen to podcasts when I walk and um, I know it's like, it's good for babies too, just to get outside and have that light exposure. So um yeah, those are two big ones. Um, build your, you know, community and your tribe for sure. Having support. We don't have our family here. So it's um, for us, of course, our families are our tribe as well. Um, right. Our phone call away. But we also just have um, our community that we've been fortunate to, to build here in Austin. That's good. I think this was a great story. I love that you shared your story. And thank you so much. I'm very excited for you and your new family and may you guys be blessed and wish you guys all the best and we'll chat later.
Thank you so much for having me and I adore you and cheering you on for all, all the stuff. And oh, thank you're you. so sweet. Thank you so much for all the support. <gasps> all right. Love you so much. And, um, yep, that's a wrap. All right. Bye. That's a wrap guys. Thank you so much for joining me on life gone real. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel. Definitely rate it. Leave comments. I'd love to get into your lives a little. Send me some topics you'd like to talk about or if there's anything you're possibly going through in your life. I'm so glad you're here with me on this journey. Cheers to you and have a great day.